0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Schneider Sports Talk special episode. As I am joined by Andrew Wallace, you can find him at Andrew on Instagram at Andrew underscore Wallace one one one. Today, we are going to be going over the top twenty-five MLB free agents, and we're going to picking their destination and how much money they get and years. Uh, the article we're going based off of is a Bleacher Report article. Uh, called Ranking the Top 25 MLB Free Agents of Loaded 2021-2022 Class by Joel Ruder, uh, and it's from September 10th. Uh, To my knowledge, the only player on this list that received a qualifying offer and accepted it is Noah Syndergaard. He's at 25, so he's already uh, set in stone. Besides that, we're just going to go through and, uh, yeah. So welcome, Andrew.
1: Thank you thank you for having me on this amazing podcast I appreciate that
0: thank you uh, you are very welcome so uh let's just start off we're gonna do, do you want to start off from 25 down to one or 1 to 25 well, what do you think I, I, I say we go one to 25 okay I, I agree with that uh, just to get some background information I am a Mets fan and he is a Red Sox fan so some of our uh, opinions or uh, maybe leaning towards one side or the other. Yeah, could might, definitely might be a little biased because- here. might be a little bit biased. Okay, so uh, at number one on the list is Carlos Correa, the shortstop from the Houston Astros. And uh, where do you have him ending up? I see this as a no-brainer that he signs with
1: the Detroit Tigers. I mean, the Detroit Tigers have a lot of money available in this offseason. And I see him signing a 10-year, twenty-five million deal with them. Although the Tigers aren't really a team that, like, are good right now with them adding Correa and possibly other stars.
0: I think they could be really good in a few years. So I completely agree with that. I was going to the Detroit Detroit Tigers on 10 years, $325 million contract. Um, you said the Detroit Tigers have a lot of money. They're a very young team, uh, some prospects here and there, but I think they're a team building uh, from what the young talent they have right now be a playoff team in, let's say, even next year, two years, three years down the line, and be a playoff team for uh, many years to come. I do see Correa getting an extended deal, like 10 years, eight years, one of those larger deals. I don't see him getting uh, like Francisco Lindor money, but I do see him getting a major deal. And uh, of this class, I think he's going to get the largest deal.
1: Absolutely. I think, I think he's the best, the best player coming out of this. It says in this article, but I feel like he's the best player in this entire load free agency class.
0: I agree. Uh, you know, he's a 20, he was the first overall pick a couple years ago. Yeah, uh, you know, one World Series champion, so he's got playoff experience. All right, and I all think a right. very good piece for Cornerstone. World, World Series champion. Well, you know,
1: they cheat, you know, but it's him. okay.
0: He does have a World Series champion chip under his belt. Uh, some other teams that I definitely think could be interested in him are there's some uh, teams that are very shortstop hungry. The Yankees, I think. Uh, there's definitely a chance that the Astros make a push to re-sign him. Uh, maybe the St. Louis Cardinals. The Dodgers could be interested if they lose, lose Corey Seager. So I think there's a big market for him.
1: I agree I with that, but one team that I think has a sneaky, quiet chance, may sound biased, are the Boston Red Sox. And here's why I say that, okay? Xander Bogarts, great shortstop. He's starting to get old. His original position when he came to the Red Sox was third base and second base. We could try moving him to second base, have Devers at third base from Correa at, at shortstop, but I think Red
0: Sox can make a sneaky push for Correa. Bogart's getting old. Bogart's is 29, so I don't really know about that, but I could see it happening. I did read an article about the Red Sox could be a sneaky, uh, sneaky team for him. Number two on this list is Corey Seeger, the shortstop from the Dodgers, another young player, One of I believe it's his first free agency. So uh, I have Corey Seager signing a eight-year, $240 million deal with the New York Yankees. How about you? I was thinking Yankees, but I thought one thing.
1: He's going to be signing a big contract. might be the rest of his career. We don't know. He's still very young. But I see him going to play with his brother on the Seattle Mariners. Ten years, $301 million. They need a shortstop. They got money. They got his own brother. They got his blood to be able to try to recruit him to come to the team, I think it's possible he goes to the Seattle Mariners this offseason.
0: I could see that. The, the reason I picked the Yankees is because uh, they're a team that desperately needs a shortstop. They're also a team that desperately needs uh, offense, not on the power side of the offense. Uh, Corey is a two-time Silver Slugger winner, but he's also has a career batting average at 297. That's just under 300. Would be one of the best offensive pieces on a consistent basis on that team. And I think I th- also think for Corey Seager, wherever he goes, he's gonna be locked up for a long time, getting a lot of money. But uh, I think the Yankees are gonna are a big player in one of the, I guess, top four shortstops. You just say Correa, Seager, Story, and you can consider uh, Marcus Simeon a shortstop. Bo- Bo- Bogarts. Is he a free agent though? No, but Marcus Simeon's second we're base like, like we're talking, to yeah, Stevens, I mean, or? free agent. I think they're a, so. Yeah, I, I see him going. They're getting one of them. I think is Corey Seager.
1: Yeah, I, I, th- I, think so. I think the Yankees are a very good possibility. But the fact that his brother's on the Mariners, I think his brother Kyle Seeger can do a, a really good job recruiting him to come play for him in Seattle.
0: Uh, One other possibility, though, is the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are definitely going to make a push to try to keep Seager. He is a very good piece of their team. And the reason they, they're so successful and go to the playoffs World Series almost every year, I do think they're going to make a push, but a reason they might just move away from him completely is they do have Trey Turner, who is, I think the most, one of the most underrated players in the entire league. So they could just move uh Trey Turner over to shortstop, which is his position from the nationals and go that route, which I'm I with, see. I'm, I'm definitely with you
1: on that because they have Trey Turner, who I believe is obviously we know he's incredible with running. He's a, one of the top base dealers in MLB base stealing wise. And, they also have that young, young player, Gavin Lux, who I heard they love, who's a second baseman. So I'm sure they're going to want him to get more playing time at second base and move Turner to his original position of shortstop.
0: Yeah, I, that's, that's what I see as well. So third on the list, we have Trevor Story. So what do you have, Trevor Story? Uh, so going to? Trevor Story,
1: you said before, Yankees are in need of a shortstop. I believe this is the guy they go for. This is the guy they land. Trevor Story will be going to the Yankees on a six-year, $140 million deal. Because everyone's going to say, oh, they have Glaber Torres. Well, Glaber Torres, at the end of the year last year, can play second base as well. He's also a very good second baseman. So you put Glaber at second base, you got Trevor at, at shortstop. And I believe I believe Trevor Story is a, is a better fit for the Yankees than Seager is.
0: I was thinking about Trevor Story to the Yankees. They've been tied together for a very long time. There's always been trade rumors. Trevor Story to the Yankees every year. Off season, there was rumors. During the trade deadline, there was rumors. Never went through. I have Trevor's Story, eight year, two hundred twenty five million dollar deal with the St. Louis Cardinals. I like that one. I was going to say that. that that's my second choice because yeah, I think his the buddy, Cardinals are definitely in the market for these uh, he's,
1: he's guy's buddy so. on 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 the left side with them with, with Nolan, and they 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 played together in Colorado. They could play together again in St. Louis.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I the Cardinals are a few pieces away from being real contenders uh to make it not even a deep playoff run to, to make it to a world series and that's where i see him going i think they have money they're a pretty young team they have some older guy like some pieces they have Arenado, who's unbelievable i think pairing him back up on that left side of the infield with nolan arenado is the exact uh move he's gonna go for
1: i, th- I think it's a, that's a great choice jacob i mean- I mean, the, the Cardinals, they got some great pitching. They got Jack Flaherty, Dakota Hudson, great young guys who are going to be great for a long time. They got a great infield and in Paul Goldschmidt and Arenado, and adding Story would be great for that. Outfield, they got Harrison Bader, a, young, a bunch of young pieces. Carlson, a bunch of young pieces. And in a couple of years, they're going to be a great team, even if they don't get Trevor Story. I think they're still going to be a great team in the coming years.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Fourth on our list, we have Marcus Simeon. I have him signing a four-year, 120 million dollar deal with the Minnesota Twins. Where do you have him going? I was thinking. Okay, you said before, can he play shortstop?
1: Which he can, even though he's a second baseman, he, he's a utility guy. He can play. He can play anywhere besides first. Besides the outfield, yeah, first I, base. I think he
0: can play third bases.
1: Third well. base, second base, shortstop. I think he can, he can go there. So, a team that will be losing their shortstop most likely is the Houston Astros. So, I say he signs a five-year, $130 million deal with the Houston Astros. They signed him, get him in there to replace Correa. They still got that stacked infield with Bregman in third base, Altuve, Simeon now, and Gurriel. They, they, they replaced Carlos Correa with, with, the, with one of the top shortstops in this class. I think that's the best move for him
0: and, and the Astros. Yeah, that was definitely one of the uh, pieces, or definitely one of the teams that I saw uh, him as a possibility to go to. But I think the Twins, they have money. They are in need of shortstop. Every year, they seem to exceed expectations. Uh, I, I see him as a good fit there on, on that team. I don't see him signing a mega, like, super long deal like the other three. I see him doing a shorter deal, uh, you know, be a lot of money in a shorter period of time, and then we will reassess uh, his career in uh, four years. Is where Do I you
1: see um, any possibility of him returning to Toronto?
0: I mean, I, he could. I definitely could see him doing. I don't necessarily know if he'll take a discount to return to, to Toronto. I think he took a prove-me deal this past offseason, went to Toronto, and did he did it. He had M, like an MVP-caliber season, top three in that race. So I think – I don't know if uh, Toronto is one of his cho- like, top choices. I think if they give him a lot of money, I don't know if who he, he will. Turn that down, but I definitely could see him returning.
1: One thing I will say, I said with Correa, I'll say it with him. I think Red Sox again can be there because we need a second baseman. We don't have a solid second baseman. I'm sure Christian Royal is great. We have Jose Glazis who played a little bit; he was good. But those are solid players, and to win a championship, solid isn't going to cut it. Yeah, they got great players all around. So yeah, Red Marcus Sox Simeon, little, nice little run. Marcus Samian could could be a perfect fit for the Red
0: Sox to play second base. Yeah, I, I see that. I see that completely. Fifth on our list, we have third baseman slash outfielder Chris Bryant from the – I have to get this right. Not in the Cubs anymore. He is on the Giants. Yeah. I have him signing a six-year, $150 million deal with the New York Mets. I think not only do the Mets need a third baseman, they are down an outfield piece, I even two outfield pieces because no one – no one with confidence can say that uh, Dom is a good piece over there in left field. So that's Dom Smith, by the way. Uh, And with Conforto denying the option that leaves right field open as well. I think the Mets are in desperate need of not only a third baseman and outfielder, they can move around pieces that way. I see Chris Bryant uh, joining the New York Mets. You know, I hate to say it,
1: but I'm a hundred percent with you. I also had Chris Bryant joining New York Mets and I feel like, you guys have JD Davis who can play third base, but he's he's good. He's he's a good player, but he's no Chris Bryant. I th- I think Chris Bryant's best option is to go to New York Mets. I know there have been talks in in previous off seasons about the Mets possibly trading for him, but it's his choice. It's it's his choice now. It's not the team's choice. So I th- I think Mets are the best option for him.
0: Yeah, and the thing about JD Davis is when he was on the Houston Astros, he did play a good amount of left field. He was an outfielder, so. Both pieces are pieces that can move around depending on the day or lineups. So I see that being a good fit. Now we're up to our first pitcher. No, not not a position player here with Mad Max Scherzer. This one coming uh, from the Los Angeles Dodgers where he played this past year after being traded. I have him staying with the Dodgers on a two-year $70 million deal. Uh, What about you? I think this is a no-brainer that he stays in L.A.,
1: his time in L.A., he was awesome. I think he posted like a 1.3 ERA in his first like 11 starts or something. And he was awesome in the postseason. It's Max Scherzer. He's one of the best coaches in MLB. I think the Dodgers are the perfect place for him to go, perfect place for him to fit. And, I mean, he fit in so well when he got traded there from the Nationals last season. And I have him on a three-year $105 million deal because it's, it's not very long because he's, he's still old. He probably has only like maybe four, four or five years
0: left in his career. But the Do- it's a no-brainer. He stays with L.A. I completely agree. I think LA is by far the best fit for him. Uh, not only do they have money, which somehow they have more money than any team ever they have with their payroll, but I see him, I agree, signing a short deal. might might even be one-year uh, deal. I have it being a two-year $70 million deal, but where he gets a boatload of money over those two years. I don't think it's crazy if Matt Scherzer gets like $80 million over two years. I think that's very doable. For, for the numbers he put up at his age, I, I think uh, Max Scherzer is definitely going to stay in L.A. I think he's going to get a short deal with a lot of money.
1: So you think he's going to get like a, like a Trevor Bowers type type of deal from last year? Like one, uh, one of those big contracts. Yeah, I
0: do think he's going to get one of those type of contracts, but not as long. The thing that is interesting about the, the Dodgers and their pitching is Trevor Bauer in general. Because he signed a boat, for a boatload of money. Because he hasn't been really placed on the commissioner's exempt list or any of those lists, I'm pretty sure he's still in the payroll. He's still getting paid, uh, you know, quite a lot. So I, uh, in, Trevor Bauer also is an opt out after this year, so that whole thing is pretty interesting.
1: Which do, where do he you think go? Do you think he'll be back at, at next year at any point, or is he? I, think I do think I think him.
0: Trevor Bauer will be back pitching next year. I don't know, however, if that will be with. The Dodgers. Yes. He could opt out and move somewhere else because of you yeah, know the lot. Like regaining a locker room after everything that happened is de- definitely difficult.
1: Even even like without everything that happened, I heard like a lot of the players didn't love him because we know Trevor Bauer. We know how he is. He's he's cocky. He loves to celebrate on the mound. He loves to be controversial, and not not everybody likes that. I mean, from a fan's perspective, it's funny. It's fun to watch. It's exciting. But when you have to be with him and work with him every day, and he's cocky and stuff, a lot of guys don't
0: pl- like that per se. Yeah, so I, I've heard. I don't know. Like, I don't know he, if he signs another big market after this team. He might go to a, a smaller market after, because the two teams he was rumored to be with that he was he decided with the Dodgers, but the two teams with the mess and the Dodgers, and those are two of the biggest markets. So I, I could definitely see him going to a smaller market team, and doing that whole thing.
1: I agree with that. I th- I think he's. I don't I don't think he's gonna gonna be able, gonna get nearly. I mean I think I think he, as people would say, fumbled the bag. People love to use that term, but I think he absolutely did. He got his big money, pitched for three months, and then got into trouble because he abused a woman. So he he fumbled the bag, as people love to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. He did way his deal was structured was he gets more money in the beginning years, so he did get a lot of money this year. I think more money than any person in the entire MLB, but definitely a fumbled back. Next on our list is first baseman Freddie Freeman from the World Series champions, Atlanta Braves. So uh, Where do you have him going here? I think this one's a no-brainer. I don't think there's any shot that he leaves Atlanta at this point.
1: At this point in his career, he has a home in Atlanta. He has his kids. We've all seen him. Very cute with with his family. And they just won the championship. He's a Brave for life. That's he's a he's a Brave for life. He will sign his contract that will keep him an uh, Atlanta Brave for the rest of his career. So I say six year, one eighty million. He signs that contract with the Braves and stays there for the rest of his career.
0: Yeah, I'm t- I'm totally with you. There's no brainer. He's not leaving. He's jersey's going to get retired. He's going to be in the rafters in Atlanta one day. He's a legend of for the Atlanta Braves. He's by far one of the best shortstops in the entire MLB. He's very good defensively very good offensively i would even consider him underrated for how well like not a lot of people talk about him for his skills like i think that's crazy i have him going for a 5 year 150 million dollar deal with them that's uh, 30 a year i think uh he did turn down reportedly turned down 5 years 135 million i do i think he just wants more money i don't see him leaving i don't see him leaving Atlanta anytime soon plus 5 years would you said six years, put about 37 thirty-seven, thirty-eight, finishes career, and then you know. There goes uh for like that's there goes Freddie Freeman, retires sure jersey, and yeah. That that's where I see.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. There's 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 no chance. I can't see any chance he goes anywhere unless he gets into some like unless they're having like a heated like heated like conversation that they're not giving the money he wants and something happens that in that sense, but
0: has to be something behind the scenes that's coming but about.
1: Right now, it seems yeah. as, as if he's happy with the Braves, clearly, because they've won the World Series without, again, missing their best player for half the season. They, they still were able to win the World Series. They get Acuna back next year, they're going to take off. So, yeah, I, I, I think I, you can I, make an
0: argument that Freddie Freeman might even be their best player, even with Acuna there, with the numbers he puts up every year. I think that could be an argument, but definitely, I don't see why he would leave. Yeah, I agree. Next, we have, I think, arguably the most interesting person on this list of the year he had, Cy Young-worthy year, and not super old. He has a lot of options on the table. That's left-hand pitcher Robbie Ray. I have him signing a four-year, $100 million deal with the Los Angeles Angels. I have here. I...
1: I, I I
0: saw the Angels. I
1: liked the Angels for him. However, I have the, the Blue Jays spending their money on him because he was absolutely terrific this past season. He's nobody had him in the Cy Young conversation at the beginning of the year. It was, it was everyone was saying Garrett Cole. Everybody was saying Shane Bieber, all those different guys. But Robbie Ray is the Cy Young Award winner for the American League this year. Garrett Cole, yeah, he was great, but he had the spider attack. Robbie Ray was clean. He was was amazing this year, and I think this offseason he returns to Toronto on a five-year, $125
0: million deal. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with that. That could definitely be a a path he takes. I think they're in contention for him. There's a lot of teams that do need pitching and I think are willing to spend on pitching. There's a lot of paths that this could go. I think the Mets could be interested in Robbie Ray if Strowman leaves in free agency. I think the Mets could definitely be a player for him. I think the Los Angeles Dodgers. If they don't, if Max Scherzer leaves, I think that leaves up money and pitching money that Robbie Ray could definitely fit into right there. I think there's teams like San Francisco. If Kevin Gaussman uh, goes, I think they could be interested. I think there's a lot of teams that are in need of pitching, and Robbie Ray is a perfect fit for a lot of teams. I, I pick have- the Angels personally because they're up-and-coming team. They have Shohei Otani, who's... Have probably the best baseball season ever this past year as a pitcher. They have Mike Trout next year, who hopefully can stay healthy. I think they're a team that, you know, we say this every year, the Angels, they have the best player in baseball. They have probably the two best players in baseball now. Why are they not winning? I think, you know, their window is, uh, is getting there for when they can win. And I think adding Robbie Ray would definitely help them get to that World Series and even hopefully the playoffs for the Los Angeles Angels.
1: I, I, I agree with that, too. The Angels are definitely – have the team to win, to win a world series I and mean, they have the best player in baseball and Mike Trout, they got, no remembers. They have Anthony Rendon, who's, who's, who's was a very high name like two years ago at third base. And they have Fletcher who's, who's a great second baseman. They have J- Jared Walsh, who was an all-star last year. I mean, and they have Otani. So that, that team can definitely be a problem in the American league West next season.
0: I, I totally agree. I think they they should be. I think they should be players this off season. Try to get some players and uh, make a run because Mike is only getting older. Shohei Otani is Shohei Otani. I mean, you can't. He's the best player in baseball this year. I, I think they should spend money and go go big uh, this off season. Absolutely. Next is another very interesting uh player on this list. He had an unbelievable year this year. Pretty pretty much out of nowhere, I would say. Uh, As right fielder Nick Castellanos from the Reds, uh, where do you have him ending up? I see the perfect fit. The dream
1: scenario is that he signs with the Milwaukee Brewers, and this is why Avi Garcia, Avaciel Garcia, just opted out. And he's an outfielder. He was he was great, provided good power for the for the Brewers this past year. And replacing him with Nick Castellanos, that's a major upgrade. He, he hits for power. He hits for average. Castellanos is, is still on the rise. He was he was. He played in Detroit. He, was a, he played third base. He was, he was iffy, goes to Cincinnati, switches to outfield, and becomes one of the best outfielders. And now a top 10 player in this, in this free agency class. So I believe the Brewers are the dream scenario for him.
0: So I have more of a, uh, an outside-the-box pick here. I have the Miami Marlins si- signing Nick Castellanos. Castellanos, a Miami guy. The Marlins have a lot of money. Very young team. I, I mean, they, they have little to no veterans on this team. They Kim Ng, the general manager, said that they were going to spend money this offseason. I see a perfect fit for three years, $63 million. Nick Castellanos, a shorter deal, making some good money. I see uh, Nick Castellanos being the guy for the Marlins.
1: Do you not think that Castellanos would want to go to like a, like a contender team? Because the Marlins still have a, a ways to go roster-wise to be considered a playoff contending team. The Brewers, if they had Castellanos, are a World Series contending team with their pitching, Corbin Burns, Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, they got Christian Yelich. They got a great lineup if they add Castellanos. The, the Marlins still got a ways to go to become a playoff contender. Adding Castellanos to the
0: Brewers can make them a World Series contender. Yeah, that's true. I The thing about the Marlins that's interesting for me is not only they have a lot of young uh, like players uh, fielding-wise, they have probably the youngest uh, pitching rotation league, and they all have players that are potentially stars. With Sandy Alcantara, who is extremely underrated pitching, Trevor Rogers, who is in the Rookie of the Year conversation, Eme Garcia uh, is fantastic. They have Sixto Sanchez. I think this team, if built the right way and coached the right way, could definitely be a playoff contender and even make a run. They have uh, like Jazz, uh, you know, who's an infielder. I think uh, he'll be playing second base for a little while until they just resigned uh, Miguel Rojas. Who's their shortstop? I could see them end up switching around and putting jazz at short. I don't know. I think uh the Marlins could be a not only be a contend, I don't know if they can be a World series, I don't even know if they can be the playoffs, but I think Castellano's coming home to the Marlins is something I, I do see. But I definitely see the point where I mean, Castellanos to a contender. He's another personality guy, so I could see him going to a bigger market team as well. So I I definitely think the Marlins, like you said, have a great future. But the one thing they need to do,
1: and I know he's a legend. They got to get rid of Don Mattingly. It's time. He he's he's a great he was a great coach for a long time, but it's it's his time to go.
0: I agree with that. I'm not a big fan of Mattingly as a Marlins manager. So the next player is right hand pitcher Kevin Gausman. Kevin Gausman. He had a fantastic year. Out of nowhere, out of complete nowhere, nobody nobody. Let's be honest, nobody knew Kevin Gausman was until this year. He was on a very good uh, team down there in um. Or San Francisco, uh, I mean, best team in baseball for the entire season. So I have him signing a three year, $54 million deal with the Washington Nationals.
1: I was thinking he would go elsewhere, but I really thought he likes, he loves the Bay Area. I got him staying with San Fran on a, on a six year, $132 million deal. He was awesome in San Francisco. He's their ace. And I, I think he looks great in that, in that Giants uniform. Obviously, his best season by far in his career. and I think he's loving that home cooking in the Bay Area.
0: Ah uh, that's my that was my second choice there was um staying there. I actually not think about it. I think there's a much better chance he does stay. Uh, there in, in San Francisco, I just if they're willing to give him big money, I think he earned himself See the nationals. the nationals they're definitely a team coming up. They did trade everybody away, so they're a very interesting piece. Um, they, you know, they trade away Scherzer mid year. I think they are in the uh, area in need of you know some starting pitching, so that's where I had him going. But I do think um, him staying in uh, San Francisco is a very good choice.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, next is right hand pitcher Marcus Stroman. Coming from the New York Mets, my my uh, favorite player right here. Marcus, uh, where do you have him landing?
1: Marcus Stroman. We know big personality guy wants to he wants to be in the flashing lights so i got him going to the city of angels but not the city of angels you're thinking of i got him going to the los angeles angels not the los angeles dodgers the los angeles angels i think the angels are in need of pitching because sure they have otani but otani also plays the outfield so he's not really a like he you know what i mean he's a He's a two-way player, but you you need a, a cemented good good pitcher because you get, get Dylan Bundy in there. You got a few other guys. You just lost you lost Andrew Heaney because you traded him in the offseason season or in the to the Yankees. Now he's with the Dodgers. But you need they need one good pitcher who's not a two-way player in Otani. And I think Stroman's the best guy for that for that role in Los Angeles for the Angels.
0: I think Stroman. I had him on my list as for the Angels as definitely a contender. I think Robbie Ray's going to go there instead. I was very torn between whether or not to keep Stroman in New York. I think there's a good possibility that he stays in New York. But I have him going on a four-year, $80 million deal to the San Diego Padres. I think that is a team that is – their time is now. They have Tatis. They have that second baseman. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, he was a rookie. Oh, Corona Worth, that's his name, who's a very good young player. They also have, think, um,
1: they also have Adam Frazier who put second base, who was an All-Star last year.
0: Yeah, Frazier. I think they're a team that's coming up. Um, pitching is definitely a need for them. So I see Strowman going to to San Diego. I, I see him in San Diego. I think West Coast guy, big market team. I I see San Diego uh, San Diego being a destination for Marcus Strowman.
1: I was thinking San Diego, and you said they're in need of pitching. They have Blake Snell, Yu Darvish, and Mike Clevenger all all on the pitching staff. Those are those are three very high level arms in the MLB. So. I, I think they're gonna go for more hitters because they because they need some work in the outfield. Ta- we we saw Tatis playing the outfield last year. That wasn't pretty. He'll kill about the shortstop. But they they have a great they have a great foundation overall. They got they have Machado, obviously great, great third baseman. Tatis, Frazier, Cronenworth, Eric Hosmer. People are gonna say he's old. He can still oh, hit the Hosmer's crap terrible. out of the ball. Okay, let's let's stop there. He can still hit the crap out of the ball. But pitching for them with those with those three guys, one, two, three, I don't see that as much of an issue.
0: Do you, do you hear those three names though, and you're like confident in their ability to pitch? Blake like, Snell. You, Darvish. Like, Darvish Blake. Blake Snell could be terrible. I mean, I, I don't really know. I do. I, yeah, I could see uh, them staying away from whole pitching, but yeah, the, the Angels, I think, are definitely in contention. If they don't get uh, Robbie Gray, I think they are definitely a player for him
1: as well. Okay. Starling Marte, what you got for them? For him,
0: Philadelphia Phillies, two years, yep. $40 million. There you
1: go. I'm with you. I got I got four years, seventy-two million with the Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies—they just missed out of the playoffs last year. They're 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 a great team. They they got a lot of talent. Obviously with Bryce Harper in the outfield, adding Marte to that outfield would be awesome. They got Alec Boehm, who's young, young first base, third base. He's great. Gene Segura. People people often sleep on him. He's a, he's a very consistent hitter. Reese Hoskins, a big big first baseman, and and they got pitcher. They got pitching. Zach Wheeler. Obviously you know him, former Met. He had a possibly a, sal- a sal- award-winning season if it wasn't for Corbin Burns. So I think they're in the a great spot right now, Philadelphia Phillies,
0: if they add Marte. Yeah, I completely agree. I think Marte, they're in need of Smoutfield. They obviously have Bryce Harper, who if a guy named Shohei Ohtani didn't exist, Bryce Harper would run away with MVP. Uh, no, different things. whatever. Different uh, league, yeah. If Juan Soto, Juan Soto didn't exist, I think, uh, what's his name? Bryce Harper would run away with MVP. I think... Bryce Harper had a great year. Bryce Harper might have found his stride in Philadelphia. I think putting uh, Marte in center field is a good piece for the Phillies, who are a team that can be instant contenders, really, in the uh, NL East, who I think could be up for grabs, actually, the NL East. But I think think Philadelphia Phillies fits him well. Absolutely. Uh, Up next, we have left-hand pitcher Clayton Kershaw from the Dodgers. Where do you have him going?
1: So, Clayton Kershaw, everyone's going to say, oh, he's a Dodger for life. I'm not with that. I got him signing a one year. This this is my, like, he's very old. He's, he's next to He's like 34, 35. Is he 34? Do do you know the exact number? I do not. 34. 34. He's getting on the older side. Where is he from? Where was he born and raised? Dallas, Texas. I got him signing a one year, $18.5 million deal with the Texas Rangers. It might sound crazy to, to hear Kershaw and Rangers together, but. He had a great great career with the Dodgers. Sure, he, he was one of the, the best pitchers when we, when we were growing up, 2010s. But he's not the same pitcher anymore. We can both admit that. He's not the same guy. And the Dodgers, I think it's time to move on from him. And I think he's going to want to go back to his home in, in Texas.
0: I think the Texas, as much as I didn't pick anybody going to the Rangers on my list, I think they're definitely going to be a player in some of the some big name players this off season. I think the Rangers are going to try to make a push to be a uh, a better team this year, but I do not, I can't, I can't picture it in my head playing Kershaw wearing a Jersey other than Los Angeles Dodgers. I have him staying with the Dodgers one year, 18 million. I have him either after this one year deal retiring or going elsewhere. But I think for one year staying in uh, Los Angeles, then uh, then probably calling quits after that is, is where I have, where I have him going.
1: Yeah. Only reason, only reason why I don't want to put the Dodgers is because I feel like Scherzer's their guy now. He, he's the ace. And I think Kershaw is just kind of Kershaw would, would probably be like the, the four or five pitcher because they have because they have a bunch of young guys, Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, who had 20 wins last year. They got Dustin May in there. Kershaw wouldn't even be in the top three or top four. I, I think I think those four guys are better are better than him at this point. So I, I think I think for him, if he wants to continue being a top arm on the team. The Rangers, where he's where he's from, where his family is, is the best is the best spot for him.
0: Yeah, I see the Rangers being players. I could see him. I just can't picture Kershaw going anywhere else. It, it, it can't. My my mind doesn't work like that. He's a Dodger. I I can't see it. All
1: right. Uh, here, next, this is the good one. Here's your boy. Okay. Javi, next, Javi Baez.
0: shortstop, second baseman, Javi Baez from the New York Mets. Where do where do you have him going? Okay.
1: He, he played for the Cubs. He went to the Mets. Had a great, nice little half season with the Mets. He hit like 310. He was great with the Mets. He probably has had fun, a little bit of fun playing with his buddy, Francisco Lindor, playing second base. But he's a shortstop. He wants to play shortstop. We know he's a shortstop. And I know, I tell you what I telling you right now, he misses Chicago. I got him going back to Chicago. Going back to the Chicago Cubs this offseason on a five-year, $110 million deal. The fans love him. The ownership loves him. I know know he loves Chicago. He likes playing with Lindor, but he's said multiple occasions, I'm a shortstop, I'm a shortstop, I'm a shortstop. And the Cubs, they need a shortstop. So there you go. Perfect fit. He goes back to where he belongs
0: in Chicago. Yeah, I'm going to disagree on this one. I have him for four years, $80 million, staying in New York. I think he said the one team he plays second base for is the Mets to be alongside Javi Baez. I know there was some talks here and there. Carlos Correa playing third. I don't see it happening. I have Baez at second, and I have his longtime friend coming in at third base, Chris Bryant. I have that infield uh, with Pete Alonso at first being the Mets infield for many years uh, to come. And the thing about with Chris Bryant at third, that also opens up, and Javi Baez at second, that opens up Jeff McNeil come, is, uh, could finish this team off. For and as an staying in New York is something i I, I completely see. He hit the, I, best, I can definitely, the best numbers in his life here.
1: Yeah. I can definitely I can definitely see that as well. But I feel like they they're, they're not going to want to pay both like both Chris Bryant and Javi Baez. So the reason I chose Chris Bryant going to the Mets, they're giving him the big bucks. That means Javi Baez is left in the trash. And they got they got they got to get rid of him. So he's in time with the Cubs because that's 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 just it's perfect. He he had he had we left the Cubs. Everybody was sad. The Cubs fans oh no we lost everybody. The Cubs fans love him. He, he loved playing in Chicago for the first was six or six years of his career. He wants to play shortstop. That's perfect for him.
0: Uh, players don't usually re sign with teams that choose to trade them. So I, I don't know about that. I don't see it happening. But we'll move on to the third amigo of Javi Baez okay, and Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo. Uh, where do you have Anthony Rizzo going?
1: Anthony Rizzo, the first one. 2 years 30 million Boston Red Sox and here's why I say the Red Sox okay Bobby Dalbeck good young player he's he's not the guy who's going who's going to be a, a championship level first baseman we lost to the ALCS this year we were we 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 put up a fight against the Astros all right we were close to, to, to being in the in the World Series this year Anthony Rizzo was drafted by the Red Sox originally got, got traded obviously had a great career in, in Chicago Went to the Yankees, and a lot of people are saying, why did the Yankees trade for Anthony Rizzo? I think the reason why is because they didn't want the Red Sox trade for him because there were a bunch of rumors about that. I think it it gets finalized this offseason. Anthony
0: Rizzo, two years, Boston Red Sox. Boston Red Sox for Anthony Rizzo had tied to the Red Sox uh, on my list, but I have him signing a one-year $15 million deal with the San Francisco Giants. I think the Giants are in need of first baseman. Wilmer Flores, baseman for most which I think great guy you when know, Wilmer we'll come home to the Mets anytime but I think they'll spend some money on a first baseman Anthony Rizzo and then we're going to make a playoff or a World Series push this year unfortunately Posey retired who's a major piece there but I still think even without Posey the Giants are still contenders and one year $15 million to the Giants I think is a uh, is a good deal I, I, I'm, I'm with that but I think the Giants are going to go
1: with their old with their old man up there, and I think they're going to re-sign Brandon Belt. I really do. He was great for them for a long time. And I still think he has a little bit a little bit left, and the, I think the Giants are going to try to take it and milk it maybe. His last year, do some promos on that. But I think Brandon Belt's
0: going to go back to the Giants and be their first baseman. I could definitely see that as an option. I think Brandon Belt ends up at the So, But, I, I mean, there is rumors that, so they definitely could go that that way, but I see him uh, going different. Here, here's a, here's a, a big one with infield outfielder Chris Taylor. I'm oh. signing a four-year, $60 million deal with the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, How about you? I'm going back-to-back back here. I'm going back-to-back. Back.
1: Four years, seven, $68 million Boston Red Sox. It's, it's perfect. It's a perfect fit. He's a super utility. He can literally play anywhere. Literally, any, anywhere on the field. And we went we went utility last year with Kike Hernandez. Look how that turned out. The, the, the guy was, was money for us all year, especially in the playoffs. He is a perfect fit for the Red Sox. Even more of a perfect fit than Anthony Rizzo is. This He can play anywhere on the field, anywhere we need him. If, if we don't get Marcus Simeon, like I said before, he can play second base for us, and he can be a great option and a great start at second base as Kike will play center. So I think Red Sox, that's perfect for him.
0: I, yeah, I mean, I could see that. I don't have the Red Sox on my list of teams for Chris Taylor. I had the staying the Dodgers as one. Taylor is 31. I think he's going to want to move elsewhere in his uh, move on elsewhere from the Dodgers now. I think the Cubs could be a uh, could be a player for him. Sorry for that. Some connection there. We're going to go back to uh Chris Taylor, who we left off on. Uh, As I was saying, as we uh, cut off there towards the end. Uh, I think the Phillies, depending, Tay or where they go, I think they're in desperate need of some utility um, and some. I think Chris Taylor is a perfect uh, person player for that. For this might be towards the end of his career there in um Philadelphia, so I see the Phillies being a uh, player for Taylor.
1: I wish I, I wish I could agree with you, but the Red Sox are easily the be- the perfect fit for him, and I say that I with the- that as well. I I say that with 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 no bias, even though I have a little bit of bias, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like I have no bias, like I'm like a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Cleveland Guardians fan looking in, easily,
0: easily Red Sox. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see it. Next, we have left hand pitcher Carlos Rodon, who had a uh, very good year this past season. Uh, where do you have him going?
1: Carlos Rodon, all right, great player. I'm pretty sure he threw a no hitter. I'm not mistaken earlier earlier this season. I'm, I think <laughs> you're right. He did. Right. He did. And I think a team that needs a starting pitcher because their their pitchers are getting older are the Houston Astros. And the Houston Astros they have some young they have some young talent. They have Arcidi. They have um, those other young pitchers. And they have Verlander, but Verlander, he can't stay healthy for one, and he's old for two. So he probably has two years left. I think he's a free agent, isn't he, Verlander?
0: He is a free agent, yeah.
1: So he might not even come back. So if they want to get a guy who's very good I'm and can can potentially be their ace, I think think Carlos Rodon is is perfect
0: for them. I completely agree. I have Carlos Rodon going to the Houston Astros on a three-year $45 million deal. Uh, I just think yeah, it's a good fit. They're losing pitching. I think they're a playoff contender team. They team that at any time can make a run. So uh, I think Carlos Rodon being the ace there in Houston makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. I I
1: have mine at five year, ninety five million. I say he gets a little bit higher pay after this past great year with
0: Chicago. Okay. Yeah. I, he could get a lot of money. I think a smaller deal, like a shorter term deal for him. But he, he, he could definitely be in play because he is one of the, uh, I would say, sneakier pitch pitchers in this free agent class.
1: Absolutely. All right. The, the next person on this list confused me in Mark Canna because I have no idea how he was on here. At, he was at 18 and Kyle Shore was at 21. I don't know how that's possible. I don't know how you can say that Mark Canna is better than Kyle Shore. but that's not for me to tell. This guy made the list, not me. But Mark Canna. We, we got we got we got a new team new team name over there in Cleveland the Cleveland Guardians Mark Canna is is good good player he can hit for some power I think the, the Cleveland Guardians not the Cleveland Indians no more the Cleveland Guardians first free agency selection is Mark Hanna
0: I have the exact same thing written down Mark Hanna to the Cleveland Guardians for two years thirty million dollar deal uh, I don't know much about uh, Cleveland this past year I don't know much about Mark Kanha either. But uh I do know he's a good power hitter. I do know he had a pretty good card in M L B the show for a little while. But uh yeah, I think he's plays first base, play, he can play off field. I think uh he's gonna be the first signing of the Guardian's era for yes. Cleveland.
1: You, you do have to admit though, he is
0: a little high on this list. Oh, I do. I think there's plenty of players who do I uh, Michael can as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. He wasn't on uh, this list,
0: right? Cause, cause before it was list. even on this list. No, it, it, I think that's questionable as well because he's young enough. No, it can be a can be a stud, but yeah, the next the next player on this list I also know very little about, so we're going with it's right hand pitcher Anthony Disclafani. Anthony Disclafani, yeah. I don't know much about him at all, actually, but I searched and I think Seattle Mariners two years, twenty million dollars is uh, my destination.
1: You say you don't know much about him, but uh, you will soon when he signs a three-year, forty-two million dollar deal with your New York Metropolitans. Listen, you're he can he can pitch he, he can be a starter because I think you guys are going to lose Stroman, so I think he can be a good replacement for that. But he can also he, we've also seen him at him out of the bullpen and your bullpen. Let I know you're going to talk about Aaron Loop and all that sh- and all that garbage, but you, you guys need bullpen help. I mean oh, yeah. Edwin Diaz. Mr. Pop Fly. Remember, remember he put his finger in the sky like it was a pop-up on a three-run walk-off shot? And you guys need some help in that in that bullpen.
0: I I do agree. I think the Mets' starting pitching is pretty good. I mean, no, whatever rotation has the grom on it is pretty good. If Syndergaard is anywhere close to what it used to be, that's good. I think Uh, I'm, – I'm blanking on his name, but the Mets had uh, a good free agent signing this past season who's was a starter. He even made the all star game. I can't believe I can't remember his name oh, right now. Taiwan Ty- Ty- Walker? Taiwan Walker. There we go. Taiwan Walker. Uh, but I do think a bullpen help is something the Mets desperately need. Aaron Loop, hopefully the Mets resign him. I think he is somebody I think should be on this list as well. haven't. There's very few relievers on this list at all, uh, if there were any. I think he had a very good year. He did a year right under one for the year, I'm pretty sure. I think the Mets, if they, they need to resign him, but. Hope and help, I could definitely see the Mets going for uh, for so here. Uh, All right. Next Zach- is another interesting okay. player here. Next another interesting player. He's uh, much older, doesn't throw super hard, a weird guy in a sack I have a one-year $10 million deal with the Los Angeles Angels.
1: I like the Angels, but one team that I know is in need of pretty much everything besides left field is the Washington Nationals. They, I got him on a one-year $15 million deal with the Washington Nationals. They need they need pretty much everything. I mean, surely yeah. they got Steven, Steven Strasburg coming back. He's great, but he's been injured for a while. Patrick Corbin has been horrendous the last two years. They signed him to a big contract. Since they won the World Series in 2019, he's been terrible. It there's no other way to put it. He's been dog crap. And I, I, I think Zach Granke, although he's, what, 39 years old, maybe... He's definitely gonna be signing a one year, definitely no more than one year deal because it's probably that's all he's got for the rest of his career. I think Nationals is the best is best spot for him.
0: Yeah, I could see I, I see Greinke playing the exact same role he had this past season. You know, playoff team. I think playoff contender back of that, um, back of that rotation, uh, an older guy. I, I that's why I see the Angels. They need pitching. I think Zach Greinke fits them pretty well. Uh, personally. Up next, we have your guy here. Here You can introduce this one.
1: We got my guy, Kyle from Waltham, Swarbs, Swarby, whatever you want to say. My man, Kyle Swarber. Do you want to guess where I have him going on this one? Do you want to guess?
0: I think I'm staying in the Red Sox.
1: Absolutely. Four years, $65 million deal. That was the best move of this. You can talk about Joey Gallo and all that stuff. i Okay, maybe Jorge Soler, obviously, but I think Kyle Schrober was one of the best, if not I mean the Mac, best.
0: I think Max Scherzer might have been a little
1: better, but that's yeah. Okay, okay. So let's 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 let's, let's cut that out. Kyle Schrober is one of the best trade deadline acquisitions. And Kyle Schrober, he fit perfectly with our team. He, he his chemistry was amazing with our team. the fans loved him, the coaches loved him, his teammates loved him, the ownership loved him. Heim Bloom, the, the general manager loved him. And I I see no doubt he stays at the Boston Red Sox. He loved it in Boston. He it was you could see it in his face, hitting those grand slams, 3-0 grand slam in, in the in game three of the ALCS. You can see how much he loved being there. You know he's going back to Boston.
0: I do think Boston is a uh, big player for Kyle oh, he, he did turn down the mutual option, which was 11500000 million. Don't,
1: don't even go So I,
0: I don't know about that. I have him going to the San Diego Padres oh, for your $60 God. million. I think uh, he can make an instant impact on that team. That team is going to make a playoff run. That team is, could be World Series contenders. Uh, I think Kyle being a piece to a puzzle of the San Diego Padres is something that's going to happen.
1: What, what where what position is he going to play? What's he going to play in San Diego? Probably left field. I mean, they, they need some they need some
0: outfield work. They got they got Tommy Pham, right? Yeah, but I, I mean, Fred who Christian? are their three outfielders? Who are their outfielders? I think Grisham is good. He's in center field. They got who else? Who else did they got over there in San Diego? Tommy Pham. Yeah, and and um, let's see. I'm sorry. I'm starting to jump right now. Oh, well, let's get this. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see their depth chart. In our field, they have is it? Whoa, like a Will Myers, Grisham, uh, and Profar. That that's I'm, I I mean, I I see him being a, a fit out there, and
1: uh Zen, anyway. that 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 was that uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on that one. That was that that, that hurt me. That not that didn't feel good. I see. I, I see him come back. To, come back to the Red Sox. Come on. And by the way, Fernando Tatis. He's also an outfielder, one of the best players in baseball. What do you mean they need outfield help? The face of the Did baseball. Did you see him is, playing field? No, I didn't. I don't care. He's listed as, a, as an infield outfielder. Infield he, outfielder. He, the, in the, outfield. the face. One of the faces of baseball is an outfielder on the San Diego Padres, and and and, and
0: they need outfielders. That's yeah, sure Kyle was coming, He's coming back to the Red beard. Sox.
1: He's coming back to the Red Sox. Don't put other thoughts in my head. He's coming back to the Red Sox
0: okay what's the what's the deal you have him doing the
1: uh with the Red sox I got him on a four year sixty five mil
0: okay I mean if you think about it, like he turned down eleven point five so it's not that much more so well, I guess we'll see I guess we'll see I guess we'll
1: see we got your boy uh, next we got your boy yeah not
0: my boy I, I he was terrible in the Mets uh, whatever but uh he did have a pretty good year for the Jays. so I mean. I think he has a, mar- a pretty good market for him this uh this offseason. But I have him going to the Chicago White Sox. They lose Rodon. And I think uh, signing Steven Matz is a good piece to their uh to their uh, pitching rotation.
1: Like like I said with Mark Canna, I have no idea what Steven Matz is doing on this list. The fact that, Ma- that Michael Conforio is not on this list and Steven Matz and Mark Canna are both on this list
0: is just beyond me. I do me. agree with that. I'm I think that. Eduardo Rodriguez being also below Steven Matz. Little, yeah I think that is also pretty interesting I think Cindergard yeah. and should, should not be on this list either I'm a Mets Anthony,
1: fan so Anthony Des, Anthony What? okay okay back to Stephen Matz all right Stephen Matz okay you talked about the angels as a team to get to, to sign Granky to a one-year deal make him a, a, a low end on the rotation I think this I think the the, the angels should get Stephen Matz because Stephen Matz is a better pitcher at this point than granky is younger can consign can to it i got i got him three years 27 mil I think the angels are a perfect fit for him because of you of what you said they, they need some pitching but who would you rather get a guy who's 24 years old and can pitch for more years a guy who's, who's 39 years old and in, in on on the sharp decline who's uh, a, a, a like a shadow of himself who's got one year left
0: yeah I could definitely see the, yeah the angels i think the white sox are chin pitching wise need um fill out that uh rotation especially if they're losing players. I could see that going either way.
1: The thing with the White Sox though is that the White Sox are as much as you want to say they're in need of pitching. Are they really in need of pitching because they have Giolito and they have Lance Lynn. So those are the, the those two guys in that, that rotation is that that's really good. Like Lance Lynn's going to be it's going to be in, in the Cy Young conversation and Lucas Giolito is Lucas Giolito. So are they really in need of pitching if you think about it that way?
0: I mean, I think so. I think losing Rodón is pretty significant. So I, I think Getting back, even someone's half as good as Rodon and Matts would, I, I think that's a that's a good move for them.
1: Okay, Erod, Erod, man, Erod. I love Eduardo Rodriguez, but I can't see a possibility that he comes back to the Red Sox. I really can't. I really don't think we're gonna be paying we're, we're gonna be paying him big money. Unfortunately, as much as I love him, I'm, as much as I hate to say it, he will not be returning the Red Sox. But he'll go be going to go play for tar-
0: at Target Field. With the Minnesota Twins, five years, $70 million. Yeah. I mean, I have a complete opposite. I think Eduardo Ries is staying in Boston on a four year, $80 million deal. It was reported the other day that he has been re- uh, received a multi year offer from the Red Sox. Um, yeah, I think him staying in Boston is perfect. He's 28, he had a pretty good year. I mean, a, you know, pre- a pretty good year this past season. I think uh, the Red Sox, if they want to make another run like they did this past season, keeping players like Eduardo Rodriguez is pretty important. I do think they are going to have to pay him a little more than his, his value is, I should say, in four years, $80 million. But I think it will end up being worth it for them to keep Eduardo Rodriguez.
1: I, I, hope, I really hope you're right. I really – trust me, I love Erod. I'm a big Erod guy. It's been the Red Sox for his entire career. I really hope you're right. Unfortunately, I can't see it happening. But if you really think it can happen, I am I really hope you're right. This is the one prediction where I really hope you're right. I'll tell you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, – I, I can't see him going anywhere else. I don't really – I haven't seen many reports of other teams being uh, interested. I think the Tigers uh, – who would you say? Um. As yeah, yeah, definitely Tigers. Tigers. I think the Tigers are – I know the other team that might be interested, but I think the Red Sox. He's been offered a deal already, I think, staying in boston is going to happen
1: yeah i mean the the tigers they're more than in need of pitching like can can we even name one pitcher for the tigers like (laughs) i don't think so actually no i don't think we can because they because they don't have any that's why and tigers would be a great spot for him because they need pitching badly because if they're if they're going to sign correa and have no pitching they have no shot of going anywhere because you need pitching to win to win games and if, if, if you got a bunch of scrubs out there with with only carlos correa you can't just just rely on Correa to win you a, to win you a championship. So they're gonna need some pitching in there as well.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think they definitely are a team that could go all in this season. Not, I wouldn't say all in, but they could go um, spend more than they normally do. Uh, they normally do. I and uh, I think he could be a player on that team. I think they definitely are going to go out and sign a pitcher. I, one, I, I see one, that.
1: Guy, one guy, who, one one pitcher. I'm looking at for them is is.
0: JV, Justin Verlander, because he was,
1: he spent his entire career there.
0: Yeah. I, I agree gets, with that. He's, he's not on this list, Ash, but I, I think he's, a, yeah, he's a good piece for them.
1: He, he spent his whole career, he spent his, pretty much his whole career there. He loved it there. I think he goes and finishes his career where it started.
0: I, I do agree with that. If you I think he is somebody that could be on this list, top 25, because, you know, it's Justin Verlander, but I think him going back to Detroit is something that will happen. Yeah. Up next is somebody that, a dog not heard of before. It's a uh, right hand pitcher Kendall Graveman. I can't tell you what team is on because I don't know. Astros. Uh, Astros, there you go. but I have him going to the Minnesota Twins for a minimal research I did for twenty million dollars, two years, twenty million dollars. That might even be high for him. I'm not sure.
1: The idea that 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 we're doing a prediction that he's even worth giving a prediction for is is beyond me as well because who the hell is is Kendall Graveman? Let's just Let's just start there. Michael Conforto is not there over Kendall Graveman. You gotta be kidding me.
0: But Justin Verlander's not there. Kendall Graveman is there. I, uh, I'm, he's a reliever. I know that, but is he better than Aaron Luke as a reliever? Even I, I have no idea. That's 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 kind of irrelevant. But um,
1: Kendall Graveman, all right, plays for the Astros. The only reason why I know who he is is because he pitched well against us in ALCS. So that's the only reason why I know who he is. I say he returns to the Astros because. Who the hell wants Kendall Graveman? I think he returns to the Astros because nobody else is going to look at his name. It's like Kendall Graveman. Oh, we have him. Okay, let's resign him to a three-year, twenty-seven million dollar deal because nobody else is going to even know who he is. Like, like he's the type of player where where the fans have to read the pro- have to read the program to figure out who he is. They got to look at number thirty-five on the program and be like, "Oh, Graveman." That's what they have to
0: do. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard of him before. So Kendall Graveman going to the Twins. I read that. The Twins might be interested in him, but uh, I'm not. I don't really know about this guy. The Twins needed bullpen help. They lost Trevor May two years ago. He was a bullpen pitcher there. So the Twins, Kendall Ravens, I who knows about that guy. Yeah. And last on this list is Noah Syndergaard, the pitcher for the New York Mets. Podcast. Uh, he's already agreed to the qualifying offer, which is an 18.4 million dollar deal. The thing about uh, Noah Syndergaard is he probably didn't deserve $18.4 million, but the Mets took a gamble on Strowman last year. That worked. Syndergaard has thrown like two innings in two years coming off of an injury. Uh, so hopefully that pays off for the Mets, but there's nothing much you can say besides, yeah,
1: yeah agree to I, the, I the think, offer. I think, I think Syndergaard signing that, that qualifying offer was the best move for him because I don't think he would have gotten big money this offseason considering the fact that we haven't seen he, he we, we no one will ever know if he will be that ever be that same pitcher he was a few years ago ever again cuz of his bad injury but it, i think i think it's the best move for him was to take that one year to, i think this is kind of a, a prove it year for him as well because he has oh, to prove definitely. he got he's got to prove this year that he's the he's close to the not maybe not the same pitcher but close at least close to the same pitcher that he was before so maybe next year he can go out in the and try to get the big bucks but since he's kind of Kind of off the market at this point. Do you, want, do you want to talk about Conforto instead? Because he's obviously not on this list. He should be on this list, but do you want to talk about Conforto as well? Maybe just make a on-the-fly prediction.
0: Yeah, I, I guess you can do an on-the-fly prediction for Conforto. I love Conforto. I was kind of hoping he would, uh, you know, agree to. Uh, you know, he's going to agree to the qualified offer. I didn't really see it happening. You know, Scott, uh, his agent Scott Boras, who says a lot of stuff. Who knows if any of it's really true. Uh, Said there's a big market for him. I think the thing about Conforto is he's going to go somewhere else and then win MVP because he has so much potential. If I had to bet, though, I'm going the Philadelphia Phillies.
1: Philadelphia Phillies. That's interesting. So you you have the Phillies getting Marte and Conforto, is what you're saying?
0: I think they get one or the other. I think uh I think though them getting Conforto is uh it seems likely to
1: me. For me, the team that I think Conforto would be the best for is the Cincinnati Reds because they're they're, mo- they're gonna lose Castellanos and they're gonna have a big a big hole to fill in the outfield. I think is the next next best guy to can get to fill that to fill that role in the outfield to replace Castellanos.
0: That is that's a very good pick. I think. That's a good pick. I don't know if he's willing to go to like a smaller market is the uh well, I mean, it's a smaller market team, but
1: that team has some talent. I mean that that team can oh definitely, definitely. that that team obviously they have, they have Jonathan India, who's probably the rookie of the year. They got guys like Mike Bostakis, who's still good. They got Eugenio Suarez. They got they got um if if they if they, if they can get Conforto, that would be huge. They, they they're they're a team that can that can
0: potentially be a, a World Series contender in these next coming years. Definitely. I think... I, I don't know. I, I can see affiliates. That was like six-year, $140, 130 million as a uh as a deal for that. I think that could be a, uh, uh, I, th- I think that's a fit, but I don't really know. I haven't really read much in the market for Confort. I was kind of a little depressed that he's gone from the Mets. So, so. And, and we got to remember, too, yeah. the,
1: Red, the Reds also have Jesse Winker and Joey Votto, too. And I know Vado's old, but He's still yeah I think I think Velo still got a little bit left in the tank and they got oh, they got definitely they got, they got Jesse Winker who 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 had a career year last year and, and, pre, and he was an all star I think he was an all star starter I, I'm, not, I'm not sure about that but I know he was an all star and to get Conforto in that in that outfield to replace Castellanos would be a dream for them because they're losing Castellanos, which is one of their best players one, like one of the best outfielders in MLB to replace him with Michael Conforto in the outfield would be a tremendous win for the for the
0: Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think uh, I see the Reds definitely as a as a player for him. So that concludes our list of the of the MLB's twenty top twenty five, or I guess in air quotes, we'll say top twenty five because there's some questionable people on here. Yeah, list absolutely. of uh, free agent and uh, our picks for them. Uh, maybe once free agency is over, we'll come back and uh, go through this list and see if we got any right or you know who did better. So I think that's definitely something we'll do. But uh, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today. And uh, absolutely, Do you have any final it, statement it, for you? It it was
1: very fun to be in this podcast. I hope I can make more appearances in, in the future, in the near future, we we should definitely come back after all this is said and done, and 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 then compare our picks to the actual to the reality and see who was who was who was right or if any of us were
0: right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, If you're wanting to find Andrew, his Instagram is andrew__wallace111. Anywhere else you want to, I guess, plug? Okay, I'm going to take that as a no. So, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, I'll see you very soon. Bye.